Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. Here we go. Here we go. I'll try to... So I, have, I got us off a week. I cannot keep it straight when to get these fucking episodes posted. I think that the... Technically, one should have came out this week, but yeah. since I missed a week again and put it out last week, yeah. I'm starting that new cycle. So this will come out next week. Yeah. So we're back to recording a week ahead of time, basically. I think that the... Uh, the random schedule just fits with the the show a little bit too. The random randomness of the show and the conversation. Yeah. 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 It's like it's coming out. You just you know, it's supposed to be now. May not be, you know, sometimes it comes out a day late, sometimes it comes out a week late, sometimes it's right on time. So. I've been pretty good over the past couple of years. Yeah, no, no, It's no. just only been the past few months. I've just been so busy just yeah. keeping shit square in my head and yeah. just fuck. Producer Rob, I know. I was gonna say I've got a guy working for me now that I could probably have him start doing some uh, grumpy guy production as well. So we, I mean, can, we could. It's not terribly time intensive, you know. Literally, like the process is: I go home, 
and I take the file and upload it to the cloud just so we have the backup, you know, yeah. in case something goes wrong. And I just, the raw file, just boom, put it on the cloud so it's there. And then I, then I edit it if I want to add shit or, you know, whatever, add the little intro, outro. Yeah. Then I, then I upload that to the cloud so that's there. And then I upload it to the internet and then that's it. You know, yeah. if I want to put show notes or it, I mean, it does, the longest time is the uploading of the file once you add the stuff to it, the intros and the outros, it just yeah. makes that file that much bigger. And, you know, but that doesn't take that long. I get it all ready and send it to the, to the cloud and walk away and go do something. You know, it takes, you know, 10 minutes or something. Not yeah. even, but, um, Oh no! So I know, it's man. not. It's just a matter of like. He's, it's one of those things like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, I'll, okay. After I get done doing this, I'll do it. And next thing you know, like you lose track of when it should be posted, yeah. and it's like, fuck. I could have swore last week. I could have swore I had it all squared away because in my head I was like, I'll take care of it this weekend because it'll come out next week. And then I was like, then I really started thinking. I was like, oh shit. So then I, ju- <laughs> I jumped on the I jumped on the Apple podcast and looked. I pulled up Grumpy Guy and looked to see when the last time the episode came out. Yeah. It's like motherfucker. I'm a week late. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, man. No worries. Oh man, I haven't gotten any complaints. So. Yeah, the, our huge fan base. I think will be all right. I yep. think I got to adjust the. This thing's peaking in the red. Ooh. So speaking of poor producing. Peaking. The sound quality may be garbage, but nah. That's a little bit better. Might be a little loud. Fuck them. That's okay. You just that's why you have a volume adjuster in your car. That's right. I'd rather so. have it because I listen to a lot of podcasts in the work truck, so I'd rather have it loud as shit, anyways. Yeah, <clears throat> dude. Podcasts tend to be quiet in general. Yeah, I'm just always having to crank it crank up. up the volume. Yeah, dude. Podbean took a shit on me, so now I had to go to Spotify to listen to to old Joe Rogan. Fuck so. Spotify, man. And have I ranted to you about Spotify yet? No, let's hear. It's fucking bullshit, man. Okay. So, like, it's bullshit enough to where, as much as I like listening to JRE, Spotify's so <laughs> annoying. Like, I don't know if I'll make the switch. Because it, the, the biggest complaint I have is you can't separate the audio and the video. When, they, when he puts out a podcast, it's both. Yeah. And, dude, that crushes your battery. You know, I spend a big portion of my day in a part of the mountains with no signal. Yeah. And so even even if I download the podcast and turn it on airplane mode so it's not searching for signal and play it, it dude, it crushes your fucking battery, man. Hmm. And no other podcasts do that. It's because it's the audio and the video. And, and so I was like, okay, there's got to be a solution to this. Because when he first started putting episodes up on Spotify, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to check this out because I'll probably make the switch and start using it more. And I discovered this. And I was like, all right, man, I can't be the only person with this problem. And so I jumped on the old interwebs. And of course, a lot of people were complaining about it. A lot of people just like me that drive for a living, uh. they're, everybody's bitching about it. And there's no fix for it. You know, a lot of people had some different different ideas. Mm. You know, like, you know, airplane mode, this or that, some little hacks, but there's there's no solution. Spotify doesn't have a solution for you at this point. Huh. And yeah, it, there's a lot of people pissed off about it. That sucks. That's yeah, fucking annoying, man. Huh. Yeah, I don't listen to it. I mean, obviously, when I travel, which I haven't been doing a lot lately, but most time when I listen to uh, <clears throat> podcasts, it's like, 15, 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes in the car driving somewhere. That's why it takes me forever to get through a fucking episode. Yeah. So uh, so I haven't noticed that. That and I got my sweet new Pixel 5. Oh, did you get a new phone? Yeah. Well, the other one took a shit on me. It had an update, and so the battery just wouldn't last at all. They like, do that shit on purpose. I think so. They, I, 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 think I, get, so. I put sure. money on it, man. Yeah. 
It was it was a Pixel Three. It was fine. I didn't. I did end up scratching the like the glass on the camera somehow. So like, like the front sucked. wouldn't. Yeah, it was all fuzzy, and so like if I wanted to take a picture, it had to be in like selfie mode. So I'm out there, you know, trying to take videos of Shiloh shooting in like selfie mode, and it's all awkward and stupid. So and uh, I paid off my other phone, so it was time to put another twenty five dollars on my bill mm -hmm. um so yeah grab one of those it's nice battery lasts a long ass time that and it uh has the battery that will charge wirelessly so it will go with my uh wireless charging pad in my new truck hell yeah so <laughs> that makes it nice that was part of the part of the uh the cell your, as well. your truck came with a wireless charging pad yeah just like is it just like in the cubby yeah it's that it's basically that little cubby that's pretty sweet hole oh shit so you got a ninja well, I don't know if you knew this, Rob. But it's International Ninja Day today. International Ninja Day it, today. I did not know this. I'm disappointed I didn't know this. Well, hey. Z is here to represent for the ninjas. You can't see him, but he has got the best ninja outfit that, uh, I mean, I never had a ninja outfit this cool no, when I was a kid. That thing's pretty sweet. I was like wrapping what towels around my head. Red belt. Hell yeah, stands for Death Master. I don't know, I just made that up. That's Sounds pretty good cool, though. Dude. So. I it might actually stand for Death Master Sensei. Yeah, it could. So you got a Pokemon card you want to share? Yes. All right. Well, let's let's do our let's do the update. I mean, no samurai set. Samurai set. There we go. Um, this is a Zucanian V. It's I think. It might actually be one that everyone is looking for. I've seen it on a YouTube video before. There's a Zucanian V that everyone is looking for. Sweet. Hell yeah. It's a tax <coughs> intrepid sword. Wait, is it intrepid? Yeah. Which does zero damage and brave blade, which does 230 damage. It's uh, its weakness. No, it's a metal type. It has 220 hit points. It's a basic. Um, and its weakness is a fire type, and its resistance is a grass type. Um, uh, since you guys haven't heard the V rule yet, I'm just going to read it to you. Okay. Oh, it's kind of boring, though. When your Pokemon V is knocked out, your opponent takes two prize cards. Yeah, that is kind of boring. It's, right. it's a rare. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, well, cool. So, Ninja Day. You might be going over to your cousin's house for Ninja Day. Mm -hmm. We're going to be making ninja decorations and stuff. That's awesome. And we got ninja bread cookies. Not really related to Ninja Day, but... Why not? It, it would just is fortuitous that we bought them, and then it turns out to be Ninja Day later. So, yeah. So. But we're going to bake the Ninja Bread cookies um, on Christmas. Closer to Christmas, yeah. But No, actually on, on Christmas Eve, because the thing said that to um, not, not um, sa save them because the cookies are better eaten on the same day. Oh. Well, aren't all cookies. <laughs> so, but, uh, um, yeah, okay. Well, we'll figure that out. But we'll, uh, we'll we'll make good use of it, so. So are you in school right now, dude? Or did they cancel your school? 
I, I'm not in school today because I have a two-day break um, after Known as the weekend. Known as <laughs> so not today, two but... But there is school. He went to yeah. school this week. Yeah. I didn't know if they started. Because there's a few schools in the Valley. They've shut down, right? Mm-hmm. They're keeping the elementary schools open. Mm-hmm. They've shut down the high school and uh, I think the middle schools. And then... Uh, so, yeah. And then... There you go. It's a day-to-day, week-to-week thing, but man, we are like super lucky that we live somewhere where, at least for the, and, and I agree, man, like it's for the kids his age, I think it's even more important. Like for the older kids, they need social stuff too, but for, you know, kid Z's age, like it's super important. Like you're forming so much of like figuring out how to be a human being and deal with other human beings. And, uh, so yeah, we're really fortunate that we live somewhere where they're committed to keeping the, the elementary schools open. And the other thing too is, man, it's, it is a form of daycare for a lot of parents. It's yep. not as easy as just being like, Hey, we're shutting the schools down, deal with it. It's like, dude, what am I supposed to do with my seven year old all day? Like yep. I've got to work. And so, but anyways, yeah, he's going to school. That's good. And we're doing uh, secret jujitsu. Put up some curtains in the window. So, Did you? Yeah. Now everyone knows. Well, you know, if they're listening to this podcast, they're probably fans of jujitsu. Anyway, yeah. So, fans of jujitsu appreciate efforts to keep it going, especially yeah. for the kids. Because Te- technically, according to the government, you shouldn't be running jujitsu classes right now. I should never have been running jujitsu classes. Yeah, I guess there's never been a point it's to never, where they should, no. since April. Yeah. That we should be running jiu-jitsu classes. February, March. March, maybe. Yeah, March. March is when it all started. And so, yeah, like since March, like jiu-jitsu's never really technically been... I mean, I guess that there's... I mean, people wear masks and... I mean, you can. Like, you, you know, you, you can certainly create a jiu-jitsu class based on the <laughs> rules in your area. Um, but to just do jujitsu no. as we know it, no, it's never really been back to anything uh, like normal. So, but for the kids, man, it's I think it's really important for them to have it. And again, you can't save lives in a vacuum. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. Like whatever we're doing to save lives from COVID is having an impact in other areas, and like you can't pretend like that doesn't exist. And so we're all making our choice on like, you know, how we're trying to navigate this based on looking at the totality of it versus then, you know, some people who are just looking at like COVID deaths and it's like anything that's not a COVID death fucking sucks. You out of here, dude? No. Okay. Well. I'm just throwing this away. All right. Well, why don't you, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I guess maybe we should be, we stopped talking about ninja stuff. I think we're on to grumpy guy stuff. Got anything else before you go? About the belt. The what? About this belt. What about the belt? Might be a white belt, but just covered in blood. There you go. <laughs> That's cool what you think about the it. bloody white belt. Okay. All right, dude. Right on, buddy. See ya. See ya. Bye, senseis. <laughs> <laughs> International so, Ninja Day. International Ninja Day, man. Yeah, I'm a fan. It's a cool holiday. Yeah. I'll go with it. Yep. So, uh... So... Before we get into our topic of the day, oh, no. uh, I got to tell you about Mr. John Albert, which is also jujitsu related. So um, we get an email from a guy 
and I've actually got the email here. Like it, it almost needs to be quoted. I can't really do it justice by just. Uh, so you say we got an email? You mean like Mountain Bike James? Fruit of BJJ. Oh, Fruit of BJJ. Okay. Fruit of BJJ. So first email. Hello, this is Mr. John Albert. I will like to know if you are available for jujitsu training for my kids. Thanks. So this is the first email. Okay. Immediately, I'm like, there's a scam here. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kila's like, really? I'm like, oh yeah. Like something's fucking off with this. And so our standard reply is always like, you know, we'd like to talk to you mm -hmm. and just answer any questions and just kind of see what's going on. So can we, you know, is there a time that you can meet or call you or whatever? And so she's like, yeah, uh, we do have a kids program. We can answer any questions. Is there a number we can reach you out to talk? So his reply here, thanks for the response. I want to book four weeks, four weeks programs for four kids. There are homeschool students. I have three male, in parentheses, aged, in, in parentheses again, 9, 10, and 12, and one female, age 12, again, weird use of parentheses, um, no injuries or restrictions, they are all beginners, have no experience in jiu-jitsu training, I want the kids to achieve hip thrust, base raw, the B-stance squat, core exercises, etc. And planning to organize a private driver that will bring them for the entire weeks and willing to pay for more training depends on their improvement for the first four weeks. I want you to send me your availability, date, time. They will be attend for private lessons twice a week, one hour daily sessions for four weeks. Also, get back to me with the total tuition costs, including the yearly registration fee? Question mark. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm so torn on what to do with it because you know obviously i should just ignore it and move on but i want to like fuck with them. i, I, I want to know more <laughs> i want to know more is, is this a real person that's uh just a little different you know just the way he, the way he communicates is just cut dry robotic or yeah, no, no, no. There's no, a lot of questions. No, here, no. Right? no. I, this is a scam. Like the, I want to, I want to push it. There's one of two things. I either want to leave it alone. Or the other two. Or What's gonna, the email address? Uh, John Albert at Gmail. Uh, just some something. Nothing. Yeah, at, nothing. At Yahoo. Or whatever. Yeah. So it's uh, um, yeah. So I either want to like string it along and be like, oh yeah, it's like two thousand dollars a month and. You know, this is great because I want to see what the hook is. Like, what is he trying to, where's the scam? It's going to be, I'm, I, I, would, I would really encourage you to pursue this because I would like to see how it plays out. <laughs> I'm going to speculate that it's going to be one of those things to where whatever price you give him. Yeah. You know, you could tell him. $10,000 a month. Ten grand. Yeah. He'll be like, sounds good. I'm going to send you a cashier's check for like, an extra five grand and he wants you to like cash it and, and you know, send it back to him. Send it back to him. Or yeah. I, I'm, I'm speculating yeah. that's where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be my guess. Yeah. No, I actually, I had that, uh, I think I've told you this before. Like I had that scam happen to me fucking long ass time ago when I was selling a bike online Yep. and I barely escaped 
having them clear out like a bunch of fucking money from my account because I wired the money, you know, they sent the cashier's check and I cashed it and then, you know, kept my part and then was going to, I wired them the money and literally like, like just the way that the timing of the wire, you know, like when I wired it, it was the end of the day. So it didn't go through and we found out that the money had you know that it was a fake cashier's check because now the money was gone from our account Mm -hmm. and you know minus the the money that we'd wired and so but we were able to contact western union and stop the wire transfer the transfer in time to keep them from uh getting it and so yeah like that's how close we came to fucking getting uh scammed with that and this is like you know, in the early days, well, of that shit, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, man. Like I know it's today. It sounds like you know you're an idiot. Now what? You know, obviously looking back, but yeah, I'd never fucking heard of the scam. It was like in the early days of that shit, and it had I had no reason to think otherwise. That, otherwise, yeah, yeah, it was it was a well laid out plan, and that's why like I'm I'm reading this email, and I think that this is somebody who, like, he is. He lives in an area where he knows that people are making money running the scam. And so he's trying to dip his toes into it because it's his English is shit. You know, like I said, like the one that I almost fell for, like, dude, it was legit. Like you thought like this was a legit thing. There wasn't the like the the little, uh, you know, warning flags like, you know, his English is off or this story doesn't really add up or whatever. Like, dude, this dude's email is so fucking far off. You know, hip thrust, base raw. <laughs> base B, raw? B stand squat. The other way I want to fuck with them is be like, man, we only teach like the C stand squat. Yeah, C stand squat. Is and, that acceptable? Yeah, and, you know, base raw, like we feel like that might be a little advanced. We we're going to do like the, the base cooked or something. Like, I don't know, <laughs> like just something completely just, you know, and yeah, like fuck with them that way. But um, yeah, I'm curious to see what the scam is. And if it is that, then it's like, man, that is... That's a rough thing because they're running this on jujitsu school owners, and it, that like that sucks, man. Because you get somebody again, you get a well-run scam, and you're in a position where you need this money, and you know, man, it blinds you a little bit. So even like the, the tiny little things that should be, have been red flags, you're just not seeing. And you end up sending somebody like you know five hundred thousand dollars that you don't have thinking that you just scored enough money to keep you and your school going and like dude that's a fucking terrible thing like that's a fucking horrible thing to do to somebody like yeah fucking assholes yeah man fucking assholes speaking of scams so remember I ranted on here about my uh $2,700 hospital bill for stabbing myself in the arm and it was super gloomy yeah so it's so fucking stupid so yesterday I call, I was like, all right, I gotta, you know, I gotta pay this, you know, there's people I owe money to, and, you know, obviously I've heard people tell you, hey, if you don't go through your insurance company, it'll be cheaper, you know, if they just charge you, so I call, I say, hey, you guys sent me this bill, I got a letter saying the insurance company denied it, um, I'm curious if you just charge me, instead of charging the insurance company, you know, what the bill will be, mm-hmm. and the, the girl on the phone, she had it was funny. It took me a couple seconds to, to catch on. She's like, oh, okay, sir. Um, she's like, so you didn't have insurance at the time? I was like, I was like, no, how'd she word it? Yeah. She goes, okay, just let me ask you a question. She's like, you did not have insurance at the time of this uh, visit? I was like, no, I had insurance. It just got denied. 
and she was she paused for a second and she was like, "So I, I got to ask you a question again." So you didn't have insurance at this time. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I could feel the wink-wink through the phone. I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, you're right. I did not have insurance at this time. She's like, perfect, no problem. It'll be a 50% reduction on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Just like that. I told you, man. I told you. I was like, what is wrong with the fucking system? Dude, I, I told you, man. I racked up a fucking chunks of money hurting myself riding my bike on Kauai. And every time I'd go to him and be like, man, I'm paying for this myself, it would be like, all right, I mean. 50%. Just yeah, boom. Yeah, and if you are, if you offer to pay it off then, if you're just like, what would it take just cash money to take care of this right now? Dude, you'd be fucking shocked yeah. what they would tell you. I mean, like, I, I, I remember getting, like, fucking 70% off or something, like, some of the bills. Because I was... I, I should have done like, that. When I went to the emergency room that night, I should have. I'd have been like, hey, don't bill insurance company. Bill me. Let's talk. What's, yeah, what's this cost right now? What's this cost care? right now? Yeah. And be free and clear when I yeah. walk out of here. Yeah. And from now on, I will do that. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, okay, give me the, give me the real number. Yeah. Like, dude, it's so, such, a, such bullshit. <laughs> you know? I mean, on one hand, it's like... Yeah, I know what you mean, man. It's, but it's 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 good that they're willing to work with people, right? Right. But it sucks that they're the reason they're willing to work with people is because they're charging so much because they're fucking you know, charging the insurance company. But you know, again, like why? I don't think they're doing that. Like again, you look at the whole system. And it's like, well, they're overcharging there because there are people that don't have insurance and they're having to foot the bill there. And so you got to kind of offset that. And then the insurance companies are overcharging because there's people that are fucking putting way more weight, you know, like taking up way more resources than other people. And somebody else has got to foot that bill. So it's just a weird uh, system that we live in. For- it is. I just, yeah, I just did. But again, the lady was real nice. And she's like, no, sir. She's like, well, I'm going to ask you this question. And she very carefully worded it. You did not have insurance. Is that my understanding? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's interesting. Well, good. I'm glad they... Uh, Got that squirt away. But, working with you. Ah, I just... Yeah, it's fucking... Huh? Just and agitate you. And yeah. just the way the world is right now, everything's... I feel like I'm in this constant agitated state <laughs> just of all the stupid shit going on. Dude, it's tough not to be... I gotta... If I start thinking about it... Dude, I spend like, man, I'll, I'll get listening to the wrong kind of podcast, like news <laughs> podcast or... Dude, you just get fucking agitated and there's so many things I could just rant about. I was thinking about this the other day. It just really pissed me off. I was like, so all these fucking pussy progressive motherfuckers that... Like, they always bitched at us for, like, not fat-shaming people. You know, you shouldn't yeah. fat-shame somebody. You shouldn't slut-shame somebody. You know, whatever. Yeah. The shame was this terrible thing you shouldn't do to get people to behave in a way you wanted. Right. But that is the exact technique they're using with masks. Yep. They're mask-shaming everybody. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, wait a second. I thought this was a bad technique. I didn't think you were supposed to... Like, I thought you were supposed to be understanding the way somebody feels and thinks about something. No. No, no. Yeah, but again, that's, that that reveals like it's really about a power structure. Yeah, it's bad when people in power do it to people who are weak. So that's why, like you know, fat shaming is bad because people who are fat are like you know in a, in a not in a position of power in society. But the people that are usually being mass shamed are white men, 
you know, are women, usually Christian, you know, uh, Republican, Trump supporters. And so it's okay because they view themselves as like, hey, we're, we're lower on the power structure than they are. So it's okay for us to use these techniques against them. So it really has nothing to do with what techniques are valid and what techniques aren't. It's where are you in the power structure? And then that dictates like what techniques you can use against who. Because you, can, you can't use them against people lower than you, but you can use them against people higher than you. Mm-hmm. And, that's like, and that's the maddening thing. It's, it's so, uh, and it's all done under this guise of, uh, you know, inclusiveness and, and uh, all this shit. Dude, I, think, I don't know if I, uh, the other night they had a football game and the big thing was that all the, the, co- all the referees and were black. It was the first all black, you know, um, referee and, uh, you know, team or whatever. And they even said it, man. They're like, it's to represent inclusiveness. And I'm like, how the fuck is an all black thing representing inclusiveness because they've gone i know i've this is another thing i get pissed off about they've they've gone so how's it, how's it all anything represent inclusive that's my point yeah, right but no but go ahead yeah they've gone so far this way that they don't even see that they're being racist they, you know you, you look at like biden picking his cabinet and it's all based on what race and nationality people yeah. are it has, has nothing to do with their qualifications no. the best person for the job it's they're just out there oh i want to get a person that represents every fucking demographic out there, yeah. every every race, creed, color, whatever. Like, wait a second. What Martin Luther King said, you know, I would like to be judged on the you know con or the yeah content of my character, not the color of my skin. Yeah, I thought that was the proper thing. No, to do. oh no, no, oh, that's no. a dangerous viewpoint now. Yeah, it is because you're feeding into the secret power structure by denying what's going on by they, not seeing uh, color. Dude, they've gone so far that so way. Backwards. It's so fucking backwards and racist now. Yeah. And it's like, what is happening? Like, I, yeah. I feel like I'm in a bizarre world. Yes. I really do. Like, I get looking at this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, man? anti-racism is still racism. Yeah. Because, like, racism, again, like, you know, at its core, like, what we're experiencing is not racism. Racism is what, like, the pygmies in the Congo are experiencing. Right. Where, you know, you bring your sick kid to the hospital because he's got, like, some waterborne illness and they won't give you the fucking medicine that costs 50 cents because you're a pygmy and that means that you're subhuman and we don't, it's not worth it. Like that's fucking racism, man. And so we're not experiencing that shit. But, 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 you know, if we're going to like expand that definition out a little bit, racism is, again, tell me if you agree with this. I think it's, you're looking at someone and judging how to treat them based on the color of their skin. Right. So anti-racism is where you're supposed to look at and judge how you're supposed to treat them positively. I, I look at you and because you're black, that means that I'm supposed to treat you this way, in a positive way. I'm supposed to acknowledge my white privilege. I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? So it's still racism. I'm not just meeting you and saying, okay, I'm just going to judge you based on just you. You. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to decide how to treat you and act around you based on the color of your skin. And and the thing is is they're like, you know, racism is doing this in a negative way where I see a black person and I'm like, "Oh, I don't trust this guy," you know, blah blah blah. And uh, anti-racism is where I see this guy and I go, "Oh, I need to acknowledge my white privilege." It's it's yeah. still racism. It's still, racism. It's still fucking racism. You're still judging somebody on the fucking Based on pig, the color of their skin. skin. Yeah. 
And just I, because you're doing it in a positive way doesn't make it better. It, I do. That's what. That's exactly it. And it's so fucking frustrating. Like, wait a second. Who gives a fuck what color somebody is? Yeah. Are they a good person? Yeah. Are they I an don't asshole? Have to walk around and judge everybody, good or bad, based on the color of their skin. That, that's so backwards. Yeah. Oh man. I yeah. Know. I, I dude. I get thinking about this shit, and I just get. I get all spun dude, off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's. It's right there in front of you. Right. And I, I just, I don't, I don't understand why there's so many fucking morons out there, you know, touting this, like saying yeah. this is the way we should be doing things. I and know. It doesn't I, make I, any it sense. It doesn't make man. any sense. Dude. Yeah. I don't I mean, want to be deal with racism in any way. I don't want to do it in a negative way and I don't want to do it in a positive way. No, like, man, I don't just want people. To, are you people. a good person? Are you being yeah. an asshole or yeah. are you being a good person? Yeah. Man? Simple as that. Maybe I don't like you because it's not because you're black, it's because you're an asshole. You're, 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 maybe you're just fucking being an asshole. asshole. Yeah. And maybe I like you not because you're white, because you're a nice guy. It's you know a, what I mean? It's exactly. like and vice versa. It can be like other things, but I yeah. Know, man. I, 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 I get thinking about this shit and I just get fucking. Well, I, it just sends me down this path. I just start yeah. looking at everything. Just Dude, uh, I think. I, I told Kiela I uh, have one of my, my predictions uh, the other day. Um, so. Biden has bought us four more years of this fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. The the COVID lockdowns and this social justice, anti-racism bullshit. And dude, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I think that it's going to like at the end of it, like people are going to be motivated to find something different. Like it, because like you saw like the rumblings of it already. But it's like, man, we get this shoved down our throats for another four years, and we're just constantly getting locked down. It's like, I, yeah, I think there's going to, uh, at the end of it, we're going to get some real leaders stepping up. Because right now, we're not getting that. Mm-hmm. And so, I think out of the ashes of this bullshit is going to rise like a new generation of, uh, of leaders. And, and we're going to recognize as a nation, like, yeah, there's a need for this. Like, this is suicidal. Like the the fucking path that we're walking down right now, so it's uh. But yeah, I it dawned on me the other day when just looking at all the lockdowns and stuff that are starting up again. I'm like, dude, like with Biden in charge, like this is never gonna end. No, like they're just they're gonna be locking down for COVID or for some everything. other for everything. They man. prove that they can do it now. Yeah. They're just gonna keep on doing it. Anything man. that has a, a greater than ninety nine point eight percent survival rate is justification for shutting down the world mm-hmm. is, is basically what we've uh what we've said or the 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 uh you know the hurdle that we've set that's all it takes it's a pretty small hurdle so you know and it's and it's God, it's, it's so frustrating because it's so obvious they don't realize what they're just deteriorating everybody's you know trust in the media the politics everything because you know like so what i mean is it's kind of, it goes back to an example would be back to the D.A.R.E. program when we were kids. And, and what I'm getting, brain on drugs. Yeah, it's what I'm getting at. It's like, they, you know, like a path I took as a kid. You know, they tell you, oh, like, say weed is bad. Oh, weed will fucking melt your brain. It's a gateway drug. It's going to ruin you. Eat you, baby. And then you go out and you smoke weed for the first time. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to go kill my yep. neighbor to get more of this. And then you realize they're lying to you. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, another example. Again, was, steroids. They used to tell us that steroids, steroids didn't work. Steroids didn't work. They yep. caused cancer. Yep. And then, so, and then, and I did again. I know, dude. And I was thinking about this. So, when you're on an airplane, you know, when cell phones started being real popular, you know, you have airplane mode and they come around and tell you, oh, you better put your phone on airplane mode, turn it off, power your device down. Like, okay. 
if it was really that dangerous that we had our phones on, they would confiscate our phones. They wouldn't even let them on the plane. It wouldn't be a chance. It yeah. wouldn't be a chance. Yeah. So you're lying to me. So what else you fucking you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> motherfuckers, you are lying to me again. The, the mask. Yeah, let's just talk about airplanes again. They tell you, put your mask on. Everybody have their nose. Cover their face and the mouth, the nose and mouth. And then five minutes later, they're walking down the aisle giving you peanuts and you can take your mask off to eat the peanuts. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. You motherfuckers, motherfuckers just keep lying and lying and lying. And it's it dude, just, yeah. dude, it, it's pushing me over the edge. Dude. Like, I'm losing my shit because I just see all this again and again and again. <laughs> and I, dude, I'm not that smart of a guy. And the fact that I can see these patterns, I know there's a lot of other people out there that can see these. And I think, you know, people like us are just getting pushed and pushed and pushed more. To where there's going to be, you know, like a revolt and people just be like, fuck you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, yeah. Like, this is not happening yeah. anymore. You guys can all eat a bag of dicks. Yep. Like, we're done listening to your lies because you're just doing it to better yourself, you know, yeah. to improve yourself. Well, you just, you see, like, you know, they say to do it. It's the, uh, how many fucking uh, people in charge have gotten in trouble for doing the shit they said not to do. Like, yeah. going out to big parties and not wearing masks or going to, you know, beauty parters when when they're supposed to be shut down without a mask yeah, and like that, that asshole mayor hancock in denver yeah he sent out a tweet like literally 20 minutes before like don't leave don't go visit your family for thanksgiving blah blah and then he left yeah like oh dude i want to fucking punch you oh, right dude, in the I face know. It, the hypocrisy is insane. insane it's it's so bare for everyone to see and that's what i'm saying man i just i think that it's gonna get like it's gonna get to the point where people are are going to uh yeah like you said there's going to be some i'm hoping that the revolt is more political you know like <laughs> uh-huh. i still have my fingers crossed that we don't have to like actually see americans fighting americans like that's just fucking ridiculous um but yeah man i think that there's gonna come something out of this like it can't continue no like it- this can't continue like the world is gonna wake up at some point and realize what the fuck happened and uh yeah, hopefully take steps to make sure that it never happens again. Because, I mean, you just... The problem is you have people in power who won't admit that they were wrong. Like, this is not what they said it was, but you can't go back. And you have, you know, it's it's just... It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't understand why they can't admit they were wrong. That would that would give them more credit with the, with the people. People be like, okay, cool. They admitted, they, they admitted they fucked up. We're course correcting. Yeah. Instead of just, no... It's like when you're a kid, you get caught lying. And instead of just telling, oh, yeah, yeah, Dad, you caught me, you just keep stacking the lies on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like trying to cover it up. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Well, you, I, I, uh, you can tell when you see things come out that are against the narrative, you know, anything that's like, oh, you know, masks not, might not be as helpful as we think, or maybe there's negative impacts from the lockdown that are outweighing everything else, or, you know, all this stuff. The, uh, like just how viciously they attack anything that doesn't line up with their viewpoint. That tells you something. Usually the attacks are like these emotional attacks. Like, oh, you just want to let people die. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what, like that's basically the, the, the gist of it is anything short of what they're suggesting is just being willing to let people die. And so it's not a real, it's not based in any sort of, they're not addressing you know, if people bringing up, well, you know, what about rising suicide? What about, you know, uh, you know, domestic violence and these other things that are, are going up that aren't good. And, but yeah, you can't talk about that. And so that, that, again, it tells me like how flimsy their fucking argument is because 
they can't stand up to scrutiny. They have to attack it with these emotional attacks instead of being able to like come at it from a real like, no, this is the data and this is this. And, and it's, uh, yeah, it's fucking maddening, man, to, to see. So I, I hear you, man. I start thinking about it and just realizing there's nowhere to go. Like, that's the thing is like, it's the whole world has fucking been sucked into this weird vortex. Like, that is the thing that blows my mind. Yep. And dude, it's dangerous. So let me give you an example of that. When I mean by saying it's dangerous. So I don't, I don't know if you saw the other day, like two days ago, uh, that truck driver came out and told his story. He was delivering ballots from New York to Pennsylvania. Did you see this story? No. Exactly. And that proves my fucking point right there. So... This guy came out and he explained his, he runs, because there's, you know, I see these guys because I deliver to a big bulk, or bulk mail delivery unit here in Grand Junction. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's how the mail runs across the country. Every every town, bigger town, has these big bulk mail delivery centers. And they're like, so there'll be guys that come from Denver, show up at this, you know, sorting unit, and they just have pallets full of fucking mail or whatever the case may be it gets separated moved on down the line you know headed west headed back east whatever yeah that's how the mail moves across the country well this guy's route he was you know from like new york pennsylvania and that neck of the woods and he had um a bunch of pallets full of ballots you know prior to the election Mm -hmm. and he was he was his route he went to i forget you know someplace in pennsylvania and he explained his normal like what he does, he shows up, they tell him what door to go to, he goes there, he unloads, he gets his ticket saying he unloaded, and then he moves on down the line. You know, continues on his route, parks his truck for the night, goes sleeps, comes back. Well, he said that day he had a truck full of ballots, shit got really weird. So he got to he got to where he was supposed to go, and they had him wait out in the yard for like six hours. Wouldn't tell him why. They wouldn't they wouldn't let him unload, they wouldn't tell him why. Then like the supervisor come out that he never talks to. He usually just talks to the like yeah. the doc guys. Some big big post office supervisor came out and said, "Hey, you're, you're gonna have to take this truck to, you know, Lancaster, whatever, another town." And he's like, "Wait a second. He's like, I have mail for the other town, but he's like, I got pallets full of mail that are supposed to go here. He's like, so if I go to that next town, they're gonna have to pull all these pallets off, get to those, put them all back on. He's like, this doesn't make any sense." He's like, I've been sitting here for six hours. No one will tell me anything. This needs to be unloaded here. And they wouldn't tell him shit. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't give him the orders to say to go to the next town. They wouldn't do anything. Huh. And then, so he ended up, they didn't unload him there. He ended, I think he went to the next town. He's like, he's like, I had to do what they told me to do. He's like, but I needed some documentation because I didn't want to show up at this next unit. And they were like, what are you doing here? Like, none of this goes here. Well, he showed up at the next unit, and they just had him park his trailer, and he unhooked from it. He was done for the night. They had him park it, went and slept. He came back to get his trailer. It was gone. And he said that he had, a, I mean, a truck full of marked ballots, huh. and that trailer just disappeared. And and he came he 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 came out and you know explained all this, and and you didn't hear about it. I know. You didn't fucking hear. It. And so I started digging into this. I tried to find more information on this. Like I had the guy's name. Dude, it gets squashed. Like you go to Google and type this in, good fucking luck. You go to yeah. you, you go to YouTube. I found one video on YouTube, and I tried to research it. You know, like not research, but yeah. re find re, it, refine it. Yeah, it gets squashed, dude. Like yeah. it, and it and it's really fucking weird, man. Like and you, yeah. I had to dig dig several pages on Google to find like more about this guy and this story, but you're you're not hearing anything about it, dude. Right. 
and <laughs> it's it's fucking weird, man. They yeah, and they, they you know all these these social media and these big tech companies lean so far left, and they got control of that information. Yep. And I don't, people aren't realizing this, dude. I like I hate to put my tinfoil hat on, but there's shit going on. Yeah, and they control the information. When you control the information, that's a powerful fucking thing. Right, and you can manipulate the masses like that. And so, yeah. let's say you didn't hear about this guy, and it's a big story, dude. Like, cause I've I know how those male units work, and I know how those guys. I, I can I can picture all this a hundred percent. I see it, and for the way he explained it to all the shenanigans that went on, and he couldn't get any answers, and then that trailer was just gone, and no one could tell him where it went. Yeah. Explain that to me. Yeah. yeah. That just doesn't happen. Like, if you were just to lose a whole trailer full of fucking mail... Right. You're going to get in trouble, man. Get in like, trouble, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Oh, no. Huh. You don't hear anything about it. Yeah. And then nobody's talking about it. I, I'm barely hearing it. Even if you listen to the far right, right-wing conservative podcast and news sources, you'll, you'll catch a little bit of it here and there, but it's getting squashed. Yeah. So, the, dude, there's some fucking shit going on. Well, there's a whole, like, you know, the ballot... Uh, thing I guess one of the the you know guy came out saying he was asked to write code on how to switch votes mm-hmm. on one of the the ballot machines that was used in the election and so I guess like yeah somebody who's been fighting to get access to the code for like the last four years who contended like you know her election was um, influenced by it like she won her court case so now she's got access to it it's not like you know the Trump lawyers are hoping they'll get to see it too but yeah I agree I think something's you know Kelly asked me the other day if I thought the election was rigged and I was like well you know because th- th- there's a scale right like rigged means in my mind means that no matter what happened we were going to wake up the next day and, and Biden was going to win you know 65 to you know 45 right. like that, that that's just that was the number it was totally rigged the outcome was completely decided ahead of, ahead of time, it, you know. But I, I do think there were some shenanigans, and I do think that I think there's always shenanigans. But the problem is, is were the shenanigans on a large enough scale, and things were close enough to actually change the result of the election? See, I've sh- I have shifted my mind over this past week. I didn't think so originally. Originally, I just thought Trump was being Trump. He's stirring up shit. Yeah. He lost the election. Like, just kind of let, <laughs> like, let, let it go, man. Like, there's always going to be shenanigans in an yeah. election of this of this scale, but not that great, you know, not that great a scale. I don't know, man. I, I am starting to lean towards, like, dude, I think this was pretty fucking big, dude. And, yeah. And I know I kind of lean towards more of the conspiracy side of things, but the more and more information's coming out and you're not hearing anything about it, Dude, and, and once I heard that truck driver story, and like he he had he had a press conference, and I, I could relate to him, man. I'm a fucking truck driver, and the way he was talking and explaining things, like this guy is a truck driver, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't real polished, and he was explaining things, like saying things that like only us truck drivers would understand about. He knew that was his trailer because he uses the same trailer every day. He likes the trailer. He likes the way the doors work. You know, like I yeah. get it. Like yeah. I get that because I do the same thing at my job. Yeah. And he was explaining things like, okay, this guy is not full of shit. And he, there's no upside to it for him coming out about this. Right. There's no win. He's just, he's going out on a limb being like, hey, man, there was some weird shit going on. Right. Yeah. And then I need to point this out. And uh, what I saw that and the fact that I couldn't find anything else on it. Like if that... That should have been like front page news on all the news stories. A whole 
like thousands and thousands of ballots just mysteriously disappear or whatever yeah. or, or you know they get interjected to where they need to get in like I don't know what happened but uh, yeah man like I, I didn't really think it had been rigged rigged like you just said yeah until this past week or so like I'm starting to think dude it may have been I think so I mean I, personally I, 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 I do like yeah. I, I, I didn't think so originally but more and more shit's coming out and I mean this may be that uh, um, you know because people refer to Trump as that meteor that was gonna fucking you know destroy the dinosaurs or whatever or like shake things up and like this may be it on the way out he's like motherfuckers I'm not going out like this mm-hmm. I like I know what's going on like you guys are a bunch of cheating bastards and everyone else is in on the system so they're all like you know alright I'll take my loss uh, you know I'll take one for the team because next time you know my team might be the one that that benefits from this whole bullshit mm-hmm. and he's gonna be like fuck no dude and did you see he put out like a 45 minute speech the other night you didn't see that either. That got squished. Yeah. Dude, the president of the United States. Well, the, the yeah, yeah. Addressed our country, like in like a forty minute, whatever it was, long speech. He did. It wasn't a press conference. He didn't have the you know the press there or anything. He just was in a podium. It looked like he was in the White House, and he was talking all about this. Dude, that barely got any love, like any any airtime. Well, it's all considered conspiracy theory bullshit. Yep. It's like they've already decided that it's not true. Yep. And so then to just even discuss it means that you're being fucking insane, like cuckoo wacko. Because, mm-hmm. dude, yeah, you go to Facebook or like YouTube, I think Instagram has it as well. Like they have little things about, you know, info about the election. Yep. And one of the things is always like, you know, there is no evidence of widespread fraud. Yeah, the AP is already called. Like, whenever you watch one of those videos on YouTube about Trump or this truck driver, yeah, it pops up in a bigger drop down and it says the AP has already called this election for Joe Biden. You know, and it yeah. already gives you this other like the fact checking. Hey, motherfucker! Like you, no, like this isn't cool. Like you, yeah. you, you guys are not like just these arbiters of truth. You know, you, you guys are just skewing everything to fit your agenda yeah and telling telling me what you think is true or false like how about you treat me see that's oh man I'm sorry I get, us, I get us ranting like treat us like fucking adults you know it goes back to these whole you know lockdown things and these protecting all of us like no man I'm an adult I'm an American I get to decide what I believe in I get to decide what risk I want to take yeah you don't get to tell me if I want to go jump off the fucking roof and try to do a goddamn backflip guess what I get to go I get to do that I want to do that. You can't tell me I can't do that. And that that's what's pissing me off about all this. They're, they're trying to fucking nerf the world. And there's so many goddamn pussies out there that just let them fucking do oh, it. Oh, yeah. They want to do it. They people just fall in line because it's easier. Yeah. And it, God, the, it's not the world I thought we lived in. No, man. man. This world is so full of fucking pussies, dude. And it f- pisses me off. I look around and I see all these soft, <laughs> doughy motherfuckers just walking around drinking their Slurpees fucking being worthless with their mask on oh yeah. god damn I'm sorry man. no no I do <laughs> I understand I, that, it's so agitating that's the thing I don't get is that if you don't care enough about yourself to not put yourself at risk by being a fat unhealthy bastard why do I need to be inconvenienced to not put you at risk by having to wear a mask and not being able to conduct business as usual and all these things and it's you know I can't put you know, I'm putting people at risk by doing these things and I'm like Look at these motherfuckers. They don't even care enough about themselves mm-hmm. to take care of themselves. And they just, like, that's not that's not right. And it's like, yeah, we need to take steps to take care of the people who are at risk 
for reasons that they can't control. But for us to pretend that, you know, every, like it's asymmetrical, like people's risk isn't even across the board and their ability to control the risk isn't even across the board. It's, it's very asymmetrical. Like the younger you are, the more you can control how this uh, disease is going to impact you. And to see like fucking 20 year old, you know, people in their 20s who are just like, you know, fat, slurpy drinking motherfuckers sitting there like with, you know, masks on their, you know, Facebook profile. And it's like, man, fuck you, mm-hmm. dude. Fucking pussies. Yeah, man. Stop with your Uber Eat bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, that just drives me nuts, man. You see the commercials and it's like, you know, order what you love. And it's always like fucking junk food, fast food. And it's like, this is the problem, man. Now you've made it even easier for people to get access to this shit. And this is the problem in the first place. Like, yeah, it's insanity. Oh, no, dude. I'm sorry. I get us all. I send us down no, this path man. every time we start talking. I, I, I just get so spun up because I start thinking about it, man. I just and it just all the different things in line, like yeah. Oh, man. I just I have to have faith that ultimately there will be a self correction, but or else the other worst case scenario that's like you know the book 1984, like that shit didn't happen overnight. Like that was a slow creep to yep. wake up in a world where yeah, like like that and I, like this is honestly the first step onto that fucking slow creep of a hill to have the entire world sucked into this vortex of fear and to be turning like you know other people into the enemy that you know they may have the disease and so we can't uh yeah man like that is how these weird fucking tyrannies start is through fear and using it as an opportunity to gain power to make people feel safe and the next thing you know you wake up and you're like holy shit like this is this is nothing like uh you know the world was 100 years ago you know it's not us mm-hmm. right like I, I don't i don't think society is going to radically change in some fucking you know crazy way like that uh but man on a long enough timeline yeah then you know stretch us out where yeah. does it go if you we continue we, down yeah. this path where is it going to put us? Yeah. I mean, you look at how far, like, where's in the last hundred years. Right. Like, the difference in, like, self-responsibility and uh, just, yeah, all that, man. It's it's not up to you to take care of yourself and your family. It's up to your neighbor mm-hmm. and the government to take care of you and your family. And it's just a fucking weird mindset. Like, I want to be helpful. Like, you know, I'm showing you my new medical supply shit you yeah. know and throw in my hip bag and it's like once it, it once you start thinking about it and it's like dude i want to be like i want to be able to help people mm-hmm. myself and other people and so like having the ability to help someone who's fucking hurt themselves uh is is fucking cool like i like that feeling it makes me when i think about myself as someone who like, yeah, that's what I do, man. Like I've got a fucking tourniquet. I've got these supplies. So if someone needs help, myself, someone in my group or someone else, like I'm the kind of person that can fucking help. That's a completely different way of seeing yourself in the world than like, Oh, how's this guy going to help me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can they do for me? Yeah, man. What can they, or, you know, why, you know, why am I in this position? What, who, who fucked me over? Yep. You know, whose fault is it that I'm in this position today? And it's just, dude, that's such a sad, dark way to look at the the world versus like, dude, what can I do to make myself better able to help myself and other people mm-hmm. uh, who need help? Whether it's, you know, moving furniture or, 
you know, stepping in to help defend their life against, you know, a potential attacker or something. I mean, that's, there's a huge spectrum there of ways that you should be able to help and, and be able to contribute to your community. And that was the whole point of that book, Natural Born Heroes, was how the Greeks and the Romans, who, who basically copied and emulated the Greeks in a lot of ways, like, they had a societal way of engineering heroes and heroes were basically like people who could help not like superheroes like you know they had their demigods type thing but just like just someone who could fucking step up and answer the call uh the the you know was needed and and it was looked at as a virtue that you wanted to have like you didn't want to be the guy who was looked at as a drain on society you wanted to be looked at as someone who could step up and help and it just it's completely fucking reversed since then. And it's like we, we need to get back to figuring out like how do we engineer heroes and how do we make being a hero like something that people aspire to, you know? Like talk so like like Jocko. Like Jocko inspires me to want to be a fucking hero. Mm-hmm. You know, look at the shit that guy's done. It's like, dude, I'll never measure up to that. But by trying to, like I'll be a way better person than if I just ignored him and wanted to, you know, silence him for some reason because he makes me feel bad about myself. And like that's that's the problem, man. We don't have heroes today. We got it's all about being relatable. It's like fuck being relatable. I want to be inspired, man. Exactly. I want to be fucking inspired. Like my jujitsu people I look up to in jujitsu, they're not relatable. No. You know? <laughs> like fuck no. I want to be inspired, man. It's like shit. I'll never be able to fucking smash like Pimenta, but if I try, if I aspire to it, I'll be able to smash way harder than if I didn't. So. Anyways. Anyways, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I got some ranting down No, 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 man. I don't know. I just want to see where... Oh, we got a little time here. So, um, <clears throat> pistol class with Al. With, that yeah, was awesome. That man. was awesome, Dude, man. We're so, we're so fortunate you know, to explain to everybody. So, our buddy Al, who is former military. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, we, I don't even know his whole background, but it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Now he's a firearms instructor for military and police departments. He's a canine instructor for military and police departments. Basically, he's like a consultant nowadays. Goes around and trains people how to shoot stuff and fuck shit up with dogs. Yeah. I think the cool word is contractor. Contractor, <laughs> consultant, whatever. <laughs> it's cool as fuck. Yeah. yeah. He's, our, he's our buddy. He's our jiu-jitsu yeah. buddy. He's a jiu-jitsu, uh, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt training partner with us. And he took us out shooting and basically ran us through a pistol class. Not only did he give us, what, four hours of free instruction, but he just had cans full of ammo. He's just like, we got to shoot all this up. Dude, that was so funny. (laughs) Like when he first told us, we all looked at each other like, is he serious? We all kept packing our own ammo and then like slowly we'd take a few rounds out of the box and then yeah by the end it was like oh all right well we're just reloading out of fucking well and then especially this day and age where you know ammo's so expensive and kind of scarce and we were getting towards the end of our training session there and he was like well we can't go home with any of this ammo yeah let's run some more drills how much you guys got how much you guys got we're divvying it up we're emptying magazines sharing ammo like all right we got a six shot drill so he'd go set up the drill we'd all put six rounds in our mags yeah and uh run the drill like dude that was fucking awesome dude yeah so awesome yeah that was uh that was that was good man it was a good learning experience i was glad i got to do it um like that first class kind of experience with al and some people that i know because it made it a little more uh comfortable Mm -hmm. and so yeah, it, it just working through some uh, 
some mistakes and shit. Like that was. I, I think. I mean, I was gonna bring this up to you this week. I just had never gave you a call. I really think we should uh, approach Al and pay him for like a private lesson because yeah. he he was giving us coaching, but he was shooting with us. Yeah, it was more just kind of a day out at the range. He he was the one running the show, setting up the drills, everything. But he was doing a lot of shooting with us, and he wasn't giving us a ton of coaching. You know, yeah. that's not what we were there to do, man. He was just. And I'm not saying like what he did give us was fucking awesome. Yeah. But I think it would be really beneficial if we said, "Hey, man, we actually want a lesson, a private yeah. lesson. How much would you charge us to go spend two hours out on the range and just fix all the stupid shit we're doing? Because I know we're doing a bunch of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he was being real nice today, and he was dropping hints here and there, you know, yeah. and, and helping us out. But it wasn't like a full on like. Okay. No, no, breaking if, it down. You're fucking this up. Fix yeah. this. You're fucking this up. Fix this. Like I, w- I think I really want to, man. Be like, hey, dude, I'll pay you for a private pistol lesson. But yeah, and I think yeah. that'd be good because he's such a valuable resource, and he's just like, hey, let me know, you know, when you want to go shooting, and which I want to do, but I don't want to be that guy. Don't want to abuse it. So I think that uh, yeah, it's a good like because it is. It's like getting a private from a black belt. It is. It's, it, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And that, that's why I felt like when yeah. I, was, I was telling Ken on the drive out there, I was like, dude, I'm all fucking excited. It's like I'm getting to do a, you know a seminar with a with a high level black belt. Dude, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, yeah. that is a perfect explanation to it because he is a black belt when it comes to. Oh yeah, firearms, dude! Man. Watching him, his groupings, man, were just fucking insane. Ridiculous. Dude. He's shooting out pieces of tape. Yeah, and then just like the hole just got slowly bigger. He, yeah. he was grouping his shots so good that all of us had these fucking holes all over the goddamn target. His his hole never got any bigger than just no. a few inches. He was just re- putting his putting his round right through that same hole every yeah. time, every time. Like, no Jesus man, Christ. I noticed. I, man. I kept looking over there, like, oh fuck, dude. Yeah, that was it. Was impressive to see. It was good to be again, like inspired. Yep. Like see someone who's like so good at it. Be like, all right, all right. If I work hard, I can you know get closer to that level. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the goal. So. Yeah, that was fun, man, especially when he put the clock on us and had us run some different drills, like yeah. shoot here and then run here and then strong that, that hand. That was so fun. Run. That was, yeah, that was great. You know, when I did Adam's class, you know, we did a lot of drills on the timer. Yeah. because, you know, um, But we didn't have the ability. We did a lot of, like, hands up in a surrender position, draw, shoot. We even turned around backwards, draw, shoot. But the way class was set up, we weren't in an outdoor range. There was too many of us. We definitely weren't running around and doing drills. So that was... Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that, yeah. That was so cool. I have a feeling that's what some like the competition. Yeah, like some of the competitions are like that. Very similar. Yeah. yeah. So which reminds me, we have that intro to competition class on the twelfth oh, out yeah. of cameo. Oh, so yeah. I forgot about that. I want to go do that. So yeah, we'll have to talk about that. But um, yeah, we're, they're going to let us shoot around of each. I guess there's four types of competitions or four organizing bodies or whatever, mm-hmm. and so they're going to teach us the different you know setups for each one and let us like shoot around of each and so it uh it should be fun but yeah that's what i was thinking when we were running around i was like dude this is fun man i could totally get into doing this it's a lot of fun you know what's funny too is each one of us out there because it was like me you cameron and ken right uh, of the idiots and then al was running the show every one of us at one point in time throughout that day had some sort of like 
the wheels come off and you just couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, there'd be times to where you were just hitting everything you were shooting at. And then you start a drill and you're like, what am I fucking looking at? Why can I not hit <laughs> And every one of us did it at least once. Oh, yeah. not twice. Dude, I was yeah. so nervous when he started the first drill. Because <laughs> things change, man. When we're, when we're all standing on the line and he's like, you know, shooting and, you know, we're all shooting. So yeah. we're kind of paying more attention to ourselves. Then all of a sudden, it's like, now you're stepping up and you've got... And everybody you know, watching it. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we had groups of two or three at first, which is a little more nerve-wracking, but still. And then all of a sudden, it was like, okay, you, step up. Here's the clock. Shoot that, shoot that, shoot that. Yeah, run run up, shoot that, shoot... And I was like, dude, I was so fucking nervous. Were I'm you like, really? Oh, my God, dude. I was like... Because I, I totally saw myself, like, brain-locking, you know what I mean? Like, just like you were saying, I was like... Like, I'm going to not be able to hit because I go through those phases, Yeah, you know? Yeah, like out at the range practicing, they'll be like, like I'm just fucking missing. Because it's not second nature yet. You yeah. Know, we're white belts at this shit. It oh, just, yeah. It's not all making sense yet. No, you know, no. So I was so fucking pumped, dude, that, that first round when I like hit, like, I think I fucking ran the thing clean and like, that was so beginner's luck. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But uh, I did have... um like a breakthrough on the on the walk back because you remember we started when, when we were doing like just that accuracy fuck around thing yeah 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 because you remember like i missed but and you saved the it first with, round with the support hand with the support hand and i had this weird epiphany because like i used to shoot before i got my laser cartridge i would practice with balancing a shell on the end of my gun mm-hmm. and and presenting and pulling the trigger without making the shell fall and you know, say what you will, you know, I, about it, but there is a very distinct feeling to doing that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was like aiming and I was like, man, and I, I was like, pull the trigger like there's a shell balanced on the end and you don't want it to move, which is basically like shoot like it's empty, right? right. Like, I mean, Al like had a couple different ways of trying to explain it. Sometimes it's, it's weird, like the thing that clicks in your head to make you apply what the coach has been telling you the whole mm-hmm. fucking day. But that was it. It was like, oh, okay. If I if I see the, I get my sight picture, and then I I started to imagine I could see the fucking shell on the end of the gun, and it was like pull without making it move, and bink. And then I was like super accurate, like I you know uh, made it pretty far back, and that was that was like my thing. I was like, all right, I got to pull without you know, and but yeah, that was a a pretty good breakthrough for me. To, to realize like all right the the sights on mechanic aren't off I just suck <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept leaning towards that <laughs> but it, yeah that was that was my takeaway from that day is like okay as good as you think you are buddy like you're jerking the shit out of this gun mm-hmm. like yeah that ball and hammer drill that was a good drill that was a super good drill and it was embarrassing how much I jerked the gun the first time. And then by the end, when you were able to like, you know, okay, pull the trigger like it's not loaded. Because that was my thing. I didn't want to look like a jackass jerking the gun. Like, I didn't care where the bullet hit. I didn't want to look like a jackass. Mm -hmm. So that was my goal. It's like, all right, pull the trigger and don't look like a jackass. And then I'm fucking shoot the tape. And it was like, oh, all right. So like when I was focusing on pulling the trigger like it wasn't loaded, Mm -hmm. Like, I would shoot super accurate, but, man, it was so easy to just, like, switch back into, like, bang, Anticipating bang, the explosion. Yeah. Dude, it's... Because it's just human nature. Like, you're having this explosion go off from your face and to not flinch. Yeah. Dude, it's wired in us. Yeah. It, 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 you have to deprogram that. 
Yeah. It's it's a tough thing, man. It's, yep. it, I think most, almost all shooters go through that. Right. And it's, it's a tough thing. Well, it, it's funny because it, it clicked as to like why I'm usually more accurate when I'm running dummy round drills than I am just shooting. Because mm-hmm. when I know the dummy rounds are in there, I'm kind of anticipating them. So again, I'm like, I'm pulling the trigger in anticipation of the dummy round, mm-hmm. not in anticipation of the explosion. And it never, I could never figure it out. Like, like why I was usually like really fucking accurate when I was running those drills. But then I'd go back to just trying to shoot and it'd be like, what the fuck's going on here? And I had that like, oh, that's exactly what it is. Like I'm, I'm pulling the trigger differently when the dummy rounds are in there. And that's how I, I got to drill that. So that and sight picture, like, I don't think that I really was respecting what sight picture means. Like, Sight picture is a very specific thing. It's mm-hmm. not a fuzzy thing. It's not a like, oh, it kind of looks like this. It's like, no, like you have a, like you've seen this exactly what you want to see looking down the barrel and, and lining up your sights in a very specific way. And you've seen it so many times that like it becomes instinct. You're programming yourself to see. Yes. To present the yarn and see the same thing yeah, every time. Very specific way. Very yeah. specific. Yeah. yeah. And and that was something like I hadn't been doing. It was like, I'm getting it lined up, but I'm not really super paying attention to like, you know, what sight picture, what the sight picture needs to look like, you know, and then how accurate is that shot. So now with like the laser, like I, that's what I've been working on. It's like, I don't care how... I do, but my, my focus is sight picture and then trying to figure out, okay, what is my perfect sight picture? Now let's repeat this. And, yeah, and, and then if you do that, then the accuracy takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, and I say that like I'm a fucking expert, but it, I say that just because I got to train myself that. Oh, you have to say it. Yeah, have to, you out have, of faith. You, out of faith. Like, okay, I got to just trust it. Because you do, you'll, you'll have these certain shots that you get like these little... Like flashes of brilliance, like it'll just go so smoothly and super accurate. You're like, oh, oh yeah. But it, well, dude, that last that last run you had to replicate through it. the uh, through the course. Remember, man, yeah, you, I, I fucked it up the first time. The first time you had like Bad. the worst run out of anyone all day long. It was. Rough, I remember dude. thinking like, dude, this is not Rob right yeah, here. Yeah. And then you came back and fucking blazed it, yeah. man. Like you, yeah, had the fastest. I just, time I, but I just had to clean. fix. I just had to fix what was in my head. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, it was funny. I just laughed at myself that first time because I just totally just, I don't know what I was seeing. I don't know what I was doing. I was like, it was just embarrassing. Like, I, yeah. And I, but I just laugh, you know, because, you know, it's funny. Like, I wasn't, I, for, you know, all this firearm stuff, getting into it, like, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. And I give zero fucks how I do compared to you, to Al, to anybody. Yeah. I'm doing it to improve myself and challenge myself. And this is like one of the first activities in my life that, I mean, I I mean, I legitimately don't give a fuck what anybody thinks or says. It's for me. Yeah. And so like, I'm not nervous at all. I don't care how bad I look in front of somebody because if I fuck it up, oh, cool. That's me. I, I got room to fix it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing. Like almost every other thing I do in life, you know, I got problems with my ego. I'm always worried about how I look and how people, what people think of me. For some reason, I'm able to with this, these firearm things. I don't care. Yeah, like it's 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 a free it's a freeing thing. Like I'm doing this for me, man. I want to be good at it. I want to get more competent with it. And I give zero fucks what anybody else you know does compared to me or whatever. Like it's just right. It's 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 funny. Like yeah, because there's zero nervousness. Like oh, it's cool. Like I, I'm doing this for me. And yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it is different that way because it it's it's more like. Uh, 
yeah, like mountain biking or like, you know, skiing or snowboarding, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, yeah, you compete against somebody else, but really it's not. It's not. It, it's not like jujitsu like where you really are competing against someone else. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just you. And the better you do, you know, then the better you might do in relation to someone else. But at the end of the day, it's like, how did you do? How did you do? Right? Yeah, that's it. And uh, yeah, I like, I like that about it too, man. It's, it is just a, just about you and and that that shot right then and the shot before doesn't matter the next shot doesn't matter it's like right then what man. did you do right yeah. there what yeah. is that how, how did that moment go mm-hmm. and then uh wash rinse and repeat so yeah it's been uh it's been fun i really enjoyed getting into the into the, the pistol craft <laughs> it's fun dude. yeah it is it is fun so the uh i was gonna tell you man on the laser x like if you upgrade to the two device mm-hmm. you can have up to 10 players on the account but then you can have different accounts for your different guns so oh. that's i've got one for my 365 and i got one for my canic now so i've got like one just me but then you know i'm starting to work on each gun individually oh and i didn't realize you could do that yeah yeah along with having like other players you know <clears throat> like if you know dawn starts doing some dry fire practice with you it'd be good to get her so she doesn't fuck up your ratings on everything. <laughs> I made that mistake and let Shiloh shoot a few rounds on my account and my fucking stars went... Brow. I was like, all right, we got to stop this. I, know, I, cr- I crushed a few of mine because I was shooting left-handed the other day. Not support hand like I was doing. Yeah, two, just left-handed. Two-handed, yeah. but shooting the gun left-handed. And so, yeah, I crushed some of my stars. I'm down to one star. And so, <laughs> but then, but like, you know, like my ego is like, okay, I got to fix this. I need to go back to right hand and I need to... Yeah. I, I I started thinking like that. I'm like, no, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm getting better. Right. I, I I'm, I'm doing something that I suck at, and I'm slowly sucking a little bit less each time. Oh and, yeah, you, man. You know. So yeah. yeah, I crushed a few of my fucking stars. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm putting like a left-handed account. So it's uh, that way. I can you can my... you got you can you got metrics to measure it by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of you know I think it'd be cool to see how I'm like doing with each you know, with each arena kind of split it up a little bit. It's a good idea. It's kind of nice. Yeah. 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 I do hate their new auto target lock though that it has. Like every time I go to, I choose my camera, it tries oh, to the, auto lock yeah, the target. Yeah. I noticed it did that to me the other day too. And it's like, it doesn't line them up perfectly all the time. And so then I got to go yeah, in and tweak it. Yeah. And expand it. And yeah. It seems like the auto target lock's small too. Like I said, it's yeah. a small window. Right. Like the, the, you have the A zone For and the, the B miss. zone. Yeah. The miss. Yeah. And they put that miss zone right on top of the, the hit zone. Right. And so, like, for me, you got to expand it out a little bit, you know? Right. So you, but, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Still it's a good tool, man. It's a good tool. That's why I got my fucking my camera just set up out there. So, it's so easy to just throw, like, take 15 minutes and yep. run through regular and then strong hand and weak hand. And, I mean, that's just a good... Then you got all the other drills when you got more time, so... It's just fun. There's so many drills on that I haven't even touched yet. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. We should probably call it a wrap. Yeah. I got to run and get my dog, get him home. Cool. Before we go train, so. Yeah. I got some training today, so. Dude, my abs are so fucking sore. I did the uh, the shelf plank or lever plank, whatever, where you put your, mm-hmm. your elbows and your hips and hold from there. And I've been working on it, so I held it for like the better part of a minute. And then like towards the end, I was just gone. I was like getting like full extension and just really pushing it and I didn't think anything of it and then yesterday my my abs started cramping like I had a stomach ache and I was like dude what is going on what did I eat and I slowly started dawning I was like dude my abs are just like 
fucking toasted. What did I do? Trying to hold that. Yeah. Create a lot of tension to hold that. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Especially like to get your legs like fully extended back and all that. And I, and then I was like, oh, that's what it was. Dude, when I'm trying to do that, when you got us doing that at the beginning of class there, like I create so much tension, like my pec muscles start cramping. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, and then I literally, they'll start cramping on me like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I can't hold myself up at all. I got muscles cramping. I I get like one foot off the ground and I go to pick up the other one and I fucking fall. Like, oh, it's it's embarrassing. Shiloh's getting where she can do one handed for a second or two. That's awesome. Better than, better than I can do. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so got sore abs. It'll be fun wrestling today with yeah. my fucking abs so sore. So, <laughs> anyways, cool. All, All right. right. Well, that's it. I guess we'll uh, talk to everybody next time. Who knows? I'm sure I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you.